0: I got a message from a friend of mine that said the manger at the church looks wonderful it made me smile and feel joy seeing you all putting it together as I drove past today. God bless you all who put that together for giving everyone here in Pleasant Hills something that lifts our spirits big hugs. Oh that's
1: awesome. There were people that came by and they were uh, honking the horn at us and one lady pulled into the it wasn't there but pulled into the parking lot and walked up there and said this is wonderful thank you so much for doing this and she went out of her way. She okay. pulled into the parking lot got out of her car and came up there. Wow. Next week, we'll have a big Christmas party.
2: Okay. Sounds right. good. Oh, awesome. So we'll just muddle through this. Muddle through this
1: one. Not Your Father's Faith, Christmas episode, edition. Episode one. number...
2: Oh, that's right. We're, we're going to put off... putting an episode number on it. This no, is no, just no. A, episode just One off Christmas episode number one of a two-parter. Yeah.
0: That's
2: great. All right. <laughs> I'm not starting up very well, no, am I? I already
0: <laughs> forgot the premise of today. And.
2: Uh, so we should let Pam lead this one because... Yes. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. Okay, right. so what Take kind of
0: cookies would you guys like me to bake for oh. our Christmas party? I'm oh. uh, a holiday this from baker, so episode let number me one. know. Well, I,
1: I, number one, I may recruit you for baking cookies for Brent's uh, wedding.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love a good Pittsburgh cookie table, yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, that was strange to Michelle. Came here. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Weddings. So I said, uh, first wedding we went to. So I said, can't wait for the cookie table. She said, cookie table. What's that? I go, what even what's that? That's a cookie table. She said, yeah. I don't know what that is. I go, oh my goodness. Oh, I thought everybody did that. <laughs> just here in Pittsburgh.
2: Well, the best part of that is everyone eats cookies first before anything else. Know, sometimes it. they have them covered yeah. and you can't get
1: to
0: them, but. No, everybody <laughs> still gets to uh, You eat them all night long. Go ahead
1: Ben, explain the our cookie table here in uh yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the, the way we do it is every female relative bakes their, their best, whatever their, their top cookie is, and they bake a huge tray full of it. And um, on the day of the wedding, you, you leave that at the reception hall and they set up a, a table that is as long as the entire huge. reception hall yeah. with all of the cookies that all of your, your relatives have brought to celebrate.
2: With to-go bags. <laughs> Yes, do, oh, yeah.
0: yeah usually I went to a
2: wedding recently and I don't know that I've ever seen this before where where everyone was loading their bag up at the as soon as they entered the really? facility and I thought that's a great idea <laughs> get them you know and have your bag and you could still have a plate of them too but huh. uh, you know especially if they're plentiful it's not like you're taking before everyone has a, a shot at them it's yeah. like you know thought, that's very pro pro cookie active mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So you didn't answer, It's fun. You didn't answer Pam's question. Okay. So, uh, what's your favorite cookie? Uh, they call it lady fingers. Is that yeah. the, I, I love those. Oh my God! You know how much work it is to make
1: one of those? <laughs> is it? Is it? Oh why? my yeah. God! It's unbelievable yeah. work. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's laminating laminating <laughs> dough and butter, like layer like, after layer, layer. After layer. layer you, you you roll it out. Spread butter on it, fold it over, roll it out. Spread butter on it, fold it over. You keep doing that. I don't know how many. I don't know how many times. It's just it's it's ridiculously labor intensive. You're not going to get those next week, I don't think. <laughs> my mother-in-law used to make them for Christmas,
2: and she'd make them, you know, like a month ahead, uh, yeah, and I'd put it yeah. in the freezer, mm-hmm. and then we'd go down, and they're really good frozen, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, and we'd go down and eat half of them, you know, before <laughs> Christmas. Like, oh, where would all my cookies go? All right. Well, let me think of something much. I'm assuming much less
1: labor labor intensive. You know what I like? I like those. Uh, you know the th- 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 thumbprint. Th- thumbprint with the yeah. Hershey's kiss yeah. in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, those the peanut,
0: butter like yeah? Oh, peanut butter ones.
1: Buckeyes. Oh no, B- Buckeyes is something different. A Buckeyes. Uh, oh, I, I really. Pe- I've just oh, moved okay. on to the next. <laughs> one. <laughs> well, yeah. What about okay, you? What about you, that. Pam?
2: Um. And and are, are are there things? I guess there are cookies that are. Christmas in nature, but I mean, don't all cookies count on Christmas? Yes. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I interrupt.
0: I you think guys. all all desserts count on Christmas. You can do yeah. anything because my husband is cheesecake, so I always have ah, to do some yeah. kind of cheesecake for him. Um, I think cookie wise, I've always liked um, Snickerdoodles. That's like the only you one I do. don't really care. Right,
2: remind me, because I, I know the bananas. name, but remind me what they are.
0: Well, it, it, the weird ingredient in it is it's a cream of tartar that you put into it. it gives it a, a weird taste, but you, you roll the balls in cinnamon sugar and kind of smash them down. Mm-hmm. and They're really good. It's really are,
2: are, they aren't crunchy, are they? They're, they're kind of soft. You can
0: do them either way, but oh, I, I prefer them, them soft. soft yeah. yeah, fat and soft. Mm-hmm. Why
1: don't you just surprise us? I can do she that, can too. She surprise us next week. Yeah. I
0: can do that, too. Yeah,
1: I like them all. I like yeah. the sugar <laughs> hey, let me, What? What? What's what your favorite uh, Christmas tradition? Do you have a favorite? Like your family, maybe growing up, or you do now, do you have a favorite tradition?
0: Christmas Eve PJs. That's one of my favorite things that we Match you, you guys exchange yes. PJs? No, for the kids, we always get them a holiday PJ and it's a thing that came out of necessity because we were always traveling to grandparents' houses and then spending the night wherever we ended up oh. and we weren't home on Christmas Eve a lot of the times and they were waking up Christmas morning and we wanted them in, you know, something cute for taking pictures and and we always would do that wherever we ended up Christmas Eve. They got to open one gift from mom and dad, and it was always their holiday PJ's. So they're really? their Christmas Eve J's yeah. that the kids always get. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Let's, let's get Scott those. I'll oh oh
1: yes. Can I have a
2: onesie with the you know a back <laughs> a, a button down back door? Yeah.
0: My boys have gotten into the onesies with the, the footies on them. They love stuff that has footies now. I don't know really? why. But, yes, that's the teenagers, not the little one. Wow. The sixteen year old and the eighteen year old want stuff that zips all the way up has the footies they mm-hmm. wear it when they volunteer at the school doing theater stuff and wow we hang out in the stuff at the at the school when they go camping they always put that in their bag and hang out by the campfire in their footies never do they still made those oh yeah they make them in adult sizes now thankfully
1: <laughs> Wow how about you Scott you have a favorite tradition
2: well we had a couple of things that uh, my family did my uh, my parents bought this little battery powered santa that would uh, beat on the drum so we would wake up every christmas morning and we would fire up that little robotic santa and He only <laughs> you know he only drum for a you know boom 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 and it was over i don't know why i don't know that was just our spe- they bought it somewhere it wasn't worth anything mm-hmm. you know and then we would get out the uh, i'm going to forget what it's called it's the it's a game where the uh, tabletop Slants and you try to get a marble around Uh, a a course. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Forget what it's called, but that and that has no Christmas relevance whatsoever. It's just we only brought it out at Christmas. We brought the sand out at Christmas time, of course, and then we bought brought that game out, and we would. Those two of the things that we Hmm. we we did still today. You do that or no? Um, I believe my mother still has uh, both. That's a great thing for me to check on.
1: You should. How's mom doing, by the way?
2: She's doing good. Yeah. She's, she's, yeah, out of rehab, uh, broke her femur one week in the rehab facility. So not bad for a yeah, 90 all. year old. Yeah, not
1: bad at all. Not yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you? You know, what's interesting is, uh, you know, her whole marriage, there's been this, you know, one night where we all get together, put the tree up, and we all decorate the tree together. And Michelle's big with decorations; she buys a an ornament like everywhere she's ever been, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're from all over, all over Europe, all over Africa, you know, all around in all the states we've been in here, uh, you know, ones for. Anyways, so that's been a big thing. And so we all would get together and and put on a Christmas movie and decorate. And this is the first year where I wasn't there and the boys were there and they just let Michelle do it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but even last year we all did it together. This year was, I don't know what happened this year. This year was, yeah, it it was weird. Yeah, Michelle said, I'd do it all myself this year. (laughs) Do you guys decorate the tree together?
0: Um, sometimes sometimes I end up it's easier it for mom to do it, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll let them help out in the end, you know, mm-hmm. put a couple of things on and then pencil. I'll fix fix the things that they put on.
1: Okay, good.
2: Let's go Our tree trick, though, it bit us in the backside. We a few years ago bought a pencil tree, a smaller tree, just because we downsized with all our kids out of the house and everything mm-hmm. over the years, and um. Uh, it was Marianne totally decorated. It put lights on it, did the whole thing. And then she said, "I'm gonna wrap this in cellophane, <laughs> as is. We'll bring. I don't know where she saw that, and and we'll put it up in the attic. We'll bring it down. We'll, you know, cut the cellophane off, and it's voila decorated. Because right. we we like you did used to decorate the the tree with the kids and that was part of the tradition and then with just her and i it's like eh, it's kind of a pain yeah. so now the tradition is cutting the
1: cellophane off yeah
2: the- yeah Woo-hoo! <laughs> uh, but what happened what happened this year she brought it down uh this year and cut the cellophane off and the middle ring of lights was out
1: the oh, middle oh, one what awesome. like, uh, so
2: she tried to fix it tried to fix it tried to fix it And then so she took all the ornaments off, went and bought new lights, and had to string those. So we, uh, being the smarty pants that we worked out, we had this whole thing, Christmas thing, figured out till the end of time. We'll just, every year, wrap it in cellophane. But Mm -hmm.
1: not when the lights fail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. So, I mean, we're all, we're all Jesus followers here, right? So. Christmas is, even though he probably wasn't born in December, it doesn't really matter, but we celebrate the birth of Christ, right? Do you guys do anything like to, you know, put put Christ back in Christmas, like that sort of thing? You know, it's just become so so commercialized, mm-hmm. right? I mean, is that, that doesn't really bother me, you know, so much. Uh, I mean, it, it only it's only commercial to the extent that you allow it to be in your own life, in your mm-hmm. own world I guess. So do you guys do anything to you know the reason why I ask is let me I'll tell you a story. Um Michelle heard uh someone talked the other day or in a song about grandpa um Christmas Eve gathering the family together and reading a Christmas story.
2: I thought you were gonna say got run over
1: by a reindeer. <laughs> yeah Talk about so, commercializing right so that was that was her um her grandfather her mother's dad uh his his nickname was scoop and scoop used to would always have Christmas Eve at his house and you know when we lived up there, and everybody would gather around like all the every generation you know all the way down and sit around and he would read the christmas story and I said that was pretty cool, you know, and it was a you know that was you know one way to don't let it be so much about you know what, uh, you know What, what is all consumerism right about shopping and buying and this was a time set aside just for that
0: when my older ones were younger we used to go to midnight mass with mm-hmm. my parents that was the tradition they had oh and yeah we, we tried to end up at their house and go to midnight mass with them um but then, as they got older and the kids got older, nobody was up for that anymore. it was too it was too hard to make that work in everyone's schedules and yeah, so that went by the wayside mm-hmm. um, I know with with my younger guy, um whenever we talk about Christmas, I always tell him Jesus loves us so much that he wants everybody else to get gifts for his mm-hmm. birthday like that's always how I try to explain it to him and mm-hmm whenever I try to get him to pick out gifts for other people instead of just telling me all the things that he wants for himself. Like, remember, (laughs) Jesus likes us, everybody, to get gifts for his birthday. He loves us all so much that that's how he wants to celebrate. Mm -hmm. That that Mm -hmm. helps my son, you know, get that back in his head a little bit.
1: Right, right. Our first Christmas in Africa, um, the church that we went to, uh, the pastor asked me if I would speak for the Christmas Eve service. I said sure. I said, you know, what time? And you know, knowing you know, Africans start things just whenever they get started. So if you if you give a time like it's going to start at five o'clock, well, they might be at home starting starting, get ready at five o'clock. You know, just just it's a different different way to understand. You know, time, and, you know, it's it's more the event and not when it starts. It's more about the event. So anyways, um, I said, "What you know, what time? He said, well, you know, midnight. I said, okay, what time do you want me there? And I figured, you know, get there at midnight. He said, well, I'll get there, you know, I know you like to get there early, get there a quarter till. So I got there a quarter till, and he wasn't there yet, and he got there about midnight, and opened. it was just a block building, you know, with a tin roof, and just open windows with bars on them, you know, that sort of thing. And um, so he, I got there about he got there about midnight. Opened up and you know no one was there yet. And he kind of you know sat around and talked for a little while. And uh, I think the first people started trickling in maybe quarter after one. <laughs> and so everybody gets everybody you know probably shows up closer to two o'clock. Everybody kind of gets there. And I'm there with two young ones. You know Brent and Brock were little then. And so um, it's like after two, and so and, and everything they do is is you know it's a huge event. You know you just don't uh, you know how we sing three songs and we're we're moving we're, right right. Know? So music kind of gets started, and music went for about an hour, and then uh, they had prayer. Prayer went for about an hour. So now we're talking like, you know, four in the morning and my boys are just, coming. and then uh, it's time for me to speak. And so it was, I was speaking in French and it was translated into uh, Lingala uh, uh, trade language there in, in Congo. And uh, so it took about an hour, you know, a message maybe it 30 minutes, but it took about an hour. And after I was done, he looked at me, he said, um, you know pastor is, it, is that it I go <laughs> yeah that's it you, go, oh, okay. you know no problem he goes, well, you know so we have somebody else to speak I said yeah okay I, you know I had to get the kids and go home like five in the morning yeah they went all the way to like noon like all, all night long yeah
2: what's interesting that you know work working in a church can bring you closer to Christmas too because for years and years and years at the church where I uh, was the uh, directed the sound department so there were, it was Christ, big church, you know, so Christmas Eve service and Christmas, several Christmas services. And so um, I'd always, it, this worked out rather, <laughs> rather well. So we have this Christmas Eve where people come to our house. That's, that's our big event of the, of the year. We have, have several, but that's the big one, and my wife does a ton of work. And so I would always be at church on Christmas Eve. I'd be there most of the day, you know, setting up for that. My wife would, so I'd leave the house, and she'd have all, the <laughs> all the setup to do and the cooking to do and everything while I was working at church. And then I, then I'd come a little bit late, and everything was set up, and everyone was there, and it was like, mm-hmm. wow, that was great. Got out of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, remind me, does your wife listen to the podcast? Does she know? But- uh,
2: I'll make sure that not this particular episode, <laughs> yeah, right. but well, that yeah, that no, has no. changed. So uh, you know, now that I'm home a lot more, I'm in a lot more of the you know, cleaning and cooking and everything is. I'm I'm helping a lot more. I always did, but that was a that was a, a, a night where I had a legitimate excuse to get out of, you know, the the big the biggest prep night for us of mm-hmm. the year. So,
1: what, what what's your best Christmas memory when you were a kid? I'll tell you mine. What you guys think? Yeah. I, I don't know if this is—I don't know if this is the best. You can call it the best, but it's my most memorable. When I was in third grade, um, maybe it was a couple, about a week or so before Christmas, and uh, every—you know—everybody was decorating everything, and 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 I had a really bad pain in my in my side, and I kept telling my parents, and they'd, they'd give me something, the, you know, Pepto Bismol or whatever. It kept getting worse and worse and worse until it was like you know, midnight, and it was too excruciating, I went and told them, and they called the doctor, and doctor said, you know, do something or whatever, and, and, and they did, it was a really bad pain, he, they said, get him in here, like, immediately to the hospital, went to the hospital, My and, and as I was talking to them on the phone, as my parents were talking to the doctor on the phone, uh, just like that, in a, in a split second, all the pain went away, just gone, absolutely gone, and and my father told the doctor that, and so the doctor said, get him to the hospital immediately. So my appendix had ruptured. So I go to the hospital. So I had surgery and you know all that stuff. Anyways, so that's a couple weeks before Christmas. So I'm I'm on you know I'm uh, tubes all over. You know they're draining you know cleaning my blood because you know poison and all this stuff. And so I'm in I'm in the hospital over Christmas. The best Christmas far presents ever. I you know <laughs> pity. I, every pity present. Yeah, everybody got to go. Pretty much got to go home on the floor for Christmas. You know, anybody that wasn't, you know, bad, I, I couldn't go home. So you know, I spent Christmas Eve in there, and next morning, man, just, <laughs> just <laughs> loads. But I remember, I remember uh, distinctly one present that I loved. And I, that's where I got that year was toss across. You remember toss across?
2: Mm-mm, no, you
1: don't know what toss across is
2: not not with that name anyway.
1: Really, it's like tic-tac-toe, but you toss beanbags, and and you flip over these things to get X's and O's. Okay, I'm familiar with that game. I don't know that I'm familiar with what it's called. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, Toss Toss Across. across.
0: Uh,
2: I remember a couple of gifts, and I have no idea why these are significant. Uh, I remember my parents, and we we lived in St. Paul, Minnesota at the time where I went to high school. And in the entryway is where I set up my... Helicopter that had you know it was a battery powered helicopter, and uh, and it actually flew. It was tethered. Oh yeah, but, I remember that. You know, you turned it on and it it lifted off and it yeah. went. I don't know how five feet into the air or whatever, whatever, however you know yeah. long the tether was. I don't know why. I just thought that was uh-huh. that was the coolest gift. And then my uh-huh. da- my how da- long did
1: that last you just crashed it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember
2: playing with it ever again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember, I don't know if this was Christmas or it probably was a birthday, but it, in, in the realm of gifts, um, we had a couple of lean periods with, with jobs and, and we had a couple of lean years. And he, uh, he did this a couple of times and it speaks to his upbringing too, which was uh, pretty modest. He painted his toolbox silver. And this was just the toolbox that he had, and that was the gift. And this probably represents a couple of generations ago, too. So it wasn't new and shiny and technologically cool, whatever that would have been at that time. He spray-painted his toolbox, which I have to this day.
1: Really? You never got any frankincense?
2: No, or myrrh. Or myrrh. <laughs> Nothing like yeah. that. No,
1: Definitely not gold. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that just, the, those, I, yeah, so one was kind of cool when all life was all good and my parents could afford a tethered helicopter. <laughs> and the other one I think was a birthday gift, but that was a different way of gifting. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. actually a good lesson for me because I don't know what significance the toolbox had in his life, but it was something that, he, that was his that he gave to me that he spray painted Gifting took on a whole new meaning when, when um, he didn't have the money to right. buy me whatever shiny thing I wanted.
1: Mm-hmm. You know that uh, candle that you guys gave Michelle? The pottery yeah. you make? I'm going to spray paint that pot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you aren't getting Watch any more
2: out. pottery, my friend. <laughs> uh, no more scottery. How about you, Pam?
0: <laughs> I remember a year, i been back like early 90s whenever there was snowstorms that closed down our school for like mm. two and a half weeks that everything was shut down it was just a wall of snow outside the house and um that year my parents got us our first nintendo for christmas Whoa. and i mean this is i have five siblings so there are six of us all sitting around snowed in the house playing this nintendo and i remember I don't know how it came up, but someone from the local paper came by, and they were doing a story on how to stave off cabin fever since people had been stuck inside for two weeks. And they had these pictures of me and my siblings playing on the Nintendo, talking about how really? my mom kept us occupied when she had six little kids stuck at home with her. So I remember that one. I remember being snowed in and playing Nintendo and ending up you, in the paper you, for it.
2: Oh, wow. Which reminds me, my, when we lived in, uh, we moved around a little bit, we lived in Rockford, Illinois. We lived on Harlem Boulevard, and we had a we had a terraced lawn, you know, with a big hill. And uh, my dad got so frustrated with um, our grass issues, whatever it, it was, dis- the grass was diseased, and he kept trying to fix it. And I don't know, I don't know what the issue was. So he finally, I don't know where he got it, but uh, he painted the lawn green. And this was many, many, many decades ago. And uh, I didn't even know you could do that back then. And, and so he's a trendsetter. He was. So he painted the lawn green to you know, alleviate the, the brown <laughs> issue. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, the local paper picked it, picked it up. But when they came to do the story on this you know this, this, this cool painted lawn, um, it had snowed the night before. so they had scheduled to come the next day so the picture which went national actually so the local rockford paper picked, you know and then the national wires picked it up and so it got national coverage what made it interesting was it was uh, it was my sister and i shoveling the snow off the painted grass, so that made it kind of unique too. So for us to show off this painted lawn, we had to. Shovel we had, the had to, we were
1: shoveling the grass. That is too funny. Yeah, so. that's too funny. All right, so we talked all about gifts, right? Yeah. Um, so I'd like to like lead into what maybe we could talk about next week. So Christmas is the gift of uh, the gift of uh, Christ to the world, right? And so let's 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 next week. Uh, Let's talk about that. Talk about what that means. You know, I was thinking about, I asked Michelle today, so I've been, you know, preparing for Christmas and reading the Christmas story and just Jesus' life, and it dawned on me for the very first time, I'm 60 years old, I've been, I don't know how many times I've read the Bible through, but that doesn't matter. Um, It dawned on me that, you know, we have record of, in the Bible, Jesus was in the temple when he was 12. And then, when he enters into his ministry, you know, close to 30. And nothing between 12 and 30. And I I, I never, it it had never hit me before until like this year. I'm thinking, what, you know, what did he do for between, you know, 12 years old and 30? And that no one even says anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we we have his birth. You know, we have everything surrounding that. We have and then when he was a young boy, and in the temple teaching in the in the in the uh, in the temple to the Pharisees and so forth. And he's this learned young young man and young boy, really. And uh, all of a sudden, then nothing. Like like no one wrote anything. It's just, it just curious, you know. I'm not asking you to tell me what happened. 12 and 30. I'm just making an observation, is all. But we can talk a little bit about, you know, what does it, what does it mean? What does it mean for us that uh, that this we celebrate this Christmas?
2: Maybe we can talk about the history of December 25th too, how it came to this this supposed birthday, this Christ's birthday, how, yeah. that, how that came to be. A
1: lot of a lot of crazy stuff surrounding December 25th, huh?
2: Yeah,
1: that could be a podcast. And it will be.
2: It will be. Next time, Christmas, uh, not your father's faith, part deuce. <laughs> Next week, with Jeff, Pam, and Scott. Is that right? Deuce? Yep. Okay.
1: <laughs> deuce. I'm deuce. Dude.